What's up everybody and welcome to the Wardcast. Every Monday we bring you the latest in video game news, talk about survival horror, machinima, and what's going on at the Ward. I'm one of your hosts, Sean Clark, alongside Jazz Rich. Hello. Nick Snapple Shooter. Hello. And Cody Howard. Yee. Hey, guess what everybody, I'm still sick. Yeah. But, but you couldn't tell that, so it's fine, don't worry about it. <laughs> we couldn't, I thought you were someone else. Wow. Wow. So, it's Voice it's complicated because I, I I feel I feel better than last podcast, but I think I sound worse. So what the fuck is that? Who knows? I don't know. But uh, yeah, that's that's me being all being all sick and shit. Okay, everybody, silence. The digital age of gaming is upon us. The streets will run red with blood. Children will die at the mere sight of what gaming has become, and in the ashes of it all. Will you be to blame? Digital. I'll be cheering. The good, the bad, the ugly. Today, we lay it all out there for you, the listener. Regardless of your view, the all-digital future is right around the corner. Arm yourself with the facts and perspectives of your friendly neighborhood gamers. I'm talking about us. I'm See? not friendly. It's, it's, wow. <laughs> you... I want the children to die. Sharpen your laser <laughs> discs. Get out your boxes. T- duct tape them together to form mallets and weaponry. <laughs> Pull out your weenus. But because of today's in-depth topic, we will be skipping the new segment and the what the fuck is that from game. But before we get into that, today is not only the day of the digital discussion, but also as of the day that we're recording this, it is the day before Jazz's birthday. And on that note, we have to do this to you. It was yesterday. What? Yeah. Wah, wah, Fuck it, wah, we're doing wah, it anyway. God. We're doing it anyway. All right, we're doing Just it. <clears throat> Three, two, one. Happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Copyright infringement. Copyright Who said copy birthday? I said copyright strike at the end. Fuck you. Oh, okay. You, you had me convinced for a second. I was like, oh no. I had to oh, li- literally no. show my driver's <laughs> license to Shayla because she thought I was lying when I said it was tomorrow. You're all, yeah, because she's so, she's so used to me like lying to her that she, I, she needed like my ID. She <laughs> like actually she, le- me. she legitimately doesn't know when your birthday is because you're Friends always are fucking with like you. That's fine. I don't know when her birthday is either. <laughs> Legit. But, yeah, I also want to point out that this is Jazz's 25th episode of the Wordcast in a I row. I thought you were going to say 25th birthday. And, her, tw- and her 25th birthday. <laughs> going back in time. But uh, yeah, I figured what better time than now to say thank you for helping make the show what it is. I really yeah. appreciate you. And happy birthday, Jess. Okay, now I'm leaving. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to announce my retirement. Blow out the invisible candles. <laughs> there is a real candle, but I can't blow it out. What? No, I don't want to. We'll light it, it on fire good. and blow it out. It, it, it's on fire. Your house well, is going to be light on fire. It on double fire. I don't know. What? No, I got to live here. <laughs> <laughs> it's We're all fine. moving unlike, into the Unlike you, Sean, we, I don't enjoy moving. Oh, oh, yeah, it's my fucking favorite thing ever. <laughs> it's not I your birthday swear. or anything, but how was your week, Nick? Um, it wasn't my birthday, so it kind of sucked. I'm on spring break. 
Oh, yeah. It's winter. So for all you kids and people of the age where you don't have to work over breaks, it's awesome. It's great. You get to do stuff that's not work in school. So Hey, things that are not work or school are good. Well, they sometimes. <laughs> but Being murdered is be... not work or school, and that's not good. <laughs> no, it's not. I beat Dead Space 1 for the first time. So. Yay, how was it? It was fucking great, except... I found out after I beat the game that the PC version has, like, a 0.5 second, like, input delay, which is, like, really fucking hard to play around unless you get used to it, and I kind of didn't. Oh, that sounds awful. So when I booted up Dead Space 2 and it's, like, super fluid and fast and everything responds immediately, I was, like, the fluid, well, lighter fluid. Well, at least you played the other one first and didn't have to go back to that. That would have been bad. Yeah. But yeah, and then I beat uh, Call of Duty World War Two because y'all been telling me to play the multiplayer, and then I I'm saw sorry, it had a game? campaign. Uh, Saving Private Ryan, made by Sledgehammer Games, the game He's of the movie. He's talking about shoosting. Oh, okay. Sorry. That's okay. A lot of people. I don't understand that the Ryan's street slang that kids use. <coughs> wow. <laughs> Saving Ryan's privates. Oh That's no. what Beth just said. Oh no. Beth is here too, by the way. Oh, oh, good. Hello, Beth. Jazz, what? how was your week? I, I hear you did some early celebrating. Uh, yeah, because my sister and I always get with my mom to do, like, a dinner. Except this time I invited friends and cousins, so it wasn't me and my mom and my sister. Because that's not really special. Yeah, and, and we had, yeah, we had dinner and cake and things and played games and yeah. made fun of people. It was good. Did you get good presents? Yeah. Yeah. I got a I got a dragon egg. <coughs> some, Was some there DVDs. a real dragon in it? I don't know. I haven't broken it yet. <clears throat> Are you gonna sit on it and wait for it to hatch? Wow. <laughs> sit on it. Like I can't come to work today. I I'm trying to make the egg. Hatch. <laughs> I'm hatching an egg. Okay, give me. It's give me a health. dragon egg. <laughs> it's health related. I can't. You can you can draw you can ride the dragon to work that way. It's my child. If I, I have to learn how to ride it first. <laughs> how about you, Cody? How was your week? Same as every other week. I mean, I guess I made an announcement that my album's coming out, so that's pretty neat. Forgot about that. Well, that's wow, pretty you sound so special. excited about it. <laughs> I am excited. It's just a lot of work. Now it's the final, like, it's the two-month sprint to wrap up everything, and that's that's more work than working on the album itself because oh, there's no. a deadline in two months. Everybody, go are you going to be at Warped this year? year? Huh? Are you going to be performing at Warped this year? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, totally, bro. <laughs> Headlining. I love playing at the non-existent <laughs> concerts now. Headlining tour in Colorado, California, Maine, New York. I'm a giraffe. Oh, I love that place. Oh my gosh, who's from Colorado? Sean's from Colorado. Colorado? Yeah. Colorado. I'm a giraffe. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> How Just original. That's what you're known for. <laughs> uh, oh, that's fine. There's worse things, I guess. Like digital games? Great oh, segue! Oh, shut your mouth. <laughs> Close, but, um, but no. Uh, <laughs> but. I had a week, you know, motherfuckers. Sean, how was your week. week? Oh, well, thank you for asking. It's no, very Sean, how was you. your yesterday? No, Sean, how was your tomorrow? <laughs> you know what? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I have been sick and miserable and fuck my life because... For whatever reason, it's just like my sickness is peaking at the podcast, so that's fucking. Are you great. down with it though? I am. Yeah, yeah. It's, fuck you. <laughs> my week 
was mostly still spent trying to rest and get better. I don't know if it's working. I thought it was, but now I have my doubts. But um, did you try combining a green and a red herb together? I, you know what? Might I, need a blue one. I couldn't find any. You can't identify the blue one. It's fine. Yeah. It be- but uh, <laughs> still a little sick. <laughs> but I'm getting there slowly, but maybe surely, perhaps. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I've been continuing my Batman the Animated Series binge, so I'm on season two now, and I noticed another something odd, something other than Batman refusing to punch, which is really weird. But season one is 65 episodes. What the fuck is that? Wait, what? That's weird. Season one is 65 episodes. Wait, season one of what? Of Batman the Animated Series. Really? So the other two seasons are a normal 20-something episodes each. Who has a 65-episode season? Anime. Batman. Batman. It's fucking weird. How long is each episode? (laughs) 22-ish minutes. Did they release it, like, every day for the summer or something? They must have. That's the only thing that would explain it, but it's fucking weird. Like, it just kept going and going and going, and I'm like, what the fuck? Is this still season one? What is happening? But yeah, 65 episodes. It's it's interesting. But, uh, I also have been playing Devil May Cry 5, which is amazing. Capcom continues to impress. They keep releasing hit after hit. They brought back Onimusha. They revitalized Resident Evil and Devil May Cry. I'm pretty impressed. Despite some stupid fuck-ups here and there, they're close to redemption. I want to say one thing about Devil May Cry 5. I haven't played it or bought it, but I probably will. But you should. It's cool. I, wa- I happened upon a live stream of someone playing it, and because it said DMC5, I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. It showed live action people like bouncing around with like blue or green <laughs> screens and cardboard boxes. And it took me like 20 minutes to figure out what the fuck was going on. <laughs> Those cutscenes are fucking weird. But yeah, so like it's part of the digital deluxe or deluxe or whatever fucking version where like a lot of the cutscenes they put in the, the live action like mocap stuff. So that's what you were seeing. And you can play the game so that those are the cutscenes that play out instead of the actual in-game ones. It, it it was... I was watching it. I was like, is this where Capcom's budget went? <laughs> these are some... These are... No, my first thought was, this is really good animation. Like, too fucking it good. It looks like real pe- Oh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's terrible, but also pretty entertaining. But, uh, yeah. Good job, Capcom. Keep doing it. We'll see what happens with RE3 Remake. Crapcom. I'm watching you motherfuckers. Don't fuck it up. It's not Crapcom anymore. If they make a RE3 Remake. Capcom is back! <laughs> you like that game. You shut your mouth. It's fine. It's true. But uh, I mean, I... it's the only game you spent 80 hours. Spent... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you could have beaten like the entire Resident true. Evil franchise in this span of time it took you to beat 3. She no, probably... because I, w- <laughs> I would have had to beat three to beat the entire franchise, you know therefore what? making this you know point what? You're right. invalid. <laughs> God damn it. A good you know comparison what? where <clears throat> she could have got halfway through The Witcher 3's campaign in that time. Yep. Shit, if you just did the story, you could have beat The Witcher like twice. <laughs> you know, there's only one thing left to do for you now with RE3. Run out the timer. There you go. See if it goes above. It probably nine, nine, maxes nine, nine. out at ninety nine. To be honest, because who the fuck would ever know? <laughs> well, Other we can now yes. update the 
We can have a little update on the RE3 wiki page if Jazz invests. There you go. Yeah. You know what to do, Jazz. I don't wear vests. What? Yeah, I'm not in vests. Oh, Jesus. Oh but I beat Devil May Cry 5. It. it was super good. It's everything it needed to be. The game looks fantastic on the RE engine. It plays better than ever. It's fairly long. They brought back the voice cast from the other games. They fucking did a really, really good job on it. And I was awesome. about to say something, but then it would have been a spoiler, so I can't say that. Yeah, don't don't spoil yeah. I mean, you wouldn't spoil it for me, but don't spoil everybody I'll else. PM you. <laughs> there you go. There you go. We'll talk later. Yeah, that's our thing. We'll talk later. Don't worry about it. Guess what time it is? Time for some news. Nope, it's no. time. <laughs> it's time Not to talk time. about what's next for gaming. After that, we'll cover updates at the end of the show, as we usually do. So if you don't give a shit about the future of gaming, shame on you. But also, you may skip to the end, I guess. But spoiler alert, I've still been sick, so I didn't get jack shit done. But we'll go over that later. All right. So the reason for this discussion is simply to take a look at what gaming used to look like, what it looks like now, and kind of where it's going. The idea here isn't to prove a point or to argue about what's better or worse. We're here to kind of give our perspectives on gaming today. Digital games, physical games, pros and cons, and to just generally get as much information out to as many people as possible so that they have a, a as clear of an understanding as possible when they purchase their games. Some people don't know what they're buying into when they buy digital. Some people really don't give a shit. And some are well-informed and embrace it. So... Everyone who knows me, I'm pro-physical, and Nick is as well, right, Nick? Pretty much. Fuck your garbage DRM VA. Wow, wow. So that's a yes. Cody is (laughs) pro-digital, and Jazz is basically indifferent. Is that fair to say? I'm a pro at hockey. You're you're a pro-indifferent person. So it's two people versus me. Gotcha. (laughs) There's no. Well, you have you have like ten minutes to convince Jazz behind the scenes. There's no. There's no versus. We're just here to discuss. I'll be here reading the, a book. <laughs> the state of gaming. There, there's a secret versus. There's, you, you, hey, hey, if you can convince me that digital is the way to I'm go, I'm not here to I'm convince anyone. It. I just know that no matter what I say, people are going to be like, no, you're wrong. You're just going to no, get shadowed no, like, by everyone. Can I say, if, if Cody is in, in a secret versus by himself, is it a uni versus? Oh, oh that's good. Nah. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, that's my contrib- contribution. I can't say that fucking word. Contribution. I thought it was a good mix- mixture of opinions and experiences, but apparently I'm in the it's, minority. It's, it's there. an even balance. There's not even again rebalanced. like this. Is Cody's an, like Hodor holding the door back. We're, right we're now. not here to 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 prove a specific point. I'm not here to tell you that digital is the worst thing in the world, even though I think a lot of it is garbage. (laughs) It's probably going to come across as that, but that's not my intention. I'm simply going to point out all the facts that I've come across, Ah. and yeah, that's all that's going to be. And I want the same thing from you guys. I want your perspectives and your opinions, and it's, it's not a fight. There will well, be I did no research winner. last week, lost Ding. my research, so you probably have more than I have, because I only prepared, like, not even a few hours ago. I, I didn't prepare at all. Wow, Jazz wins. In it's like writing a term paper the night before. So, <clears throat> let's start by breaking down kind of what the difference is. Some of this is going to be super duper obvious, but I want to cover the basics, so... In today's gaming climate, you have two options. You have digital, and you have physical. Soon you'll have a third, streaming. 
So physical is the game media printed on disc, obviously. You buy from a retailer of some kind, and in turn, you own that product to do with what you will. Play it, sell it, piss on it, eat it, whatever it's yours. You pay the <laughs> price to own material goods. That's physical. Digital is an intangible media. I mean, it's the same content you would purchase on disc, but instead of paying for goods, you're paying for a service. When you, quote, buy a digital item, you are paying for a license that is subject to the terms of the agreement that you agree when you make your payment. You do with, not, not with all things, though. For games. We're talking so, about games. For games, this is true. I know, is true but you're and, just, and we'll... the, it's the way you're wording it. It's just <clears> like you're making it sound like all digital you don't own and it's all licensed, but no, that's I'm, not I'm, true. I'm talking <laughs> about just a game that you go to a store and you buy. I'm just trying to clarify. It's okay. not all digital. The only okay. difference would well, be GOG. Before, before because... we, we go into anything no, else, let me wrong. just finish the, the thing. So let me reset a little bit. Digital is an intangible media. It is the same content you would purchase on disc, but instead of paying for goods, you are paying for a service. When you buy a digital item, you are paying for a license that is subject to the terms of the agreement you agree to when you make payment. You do not own this item. There is a very important distinction there. One option allows you to buy and own a product, and one allows you to use it subject to the terms of the distributor. There are two items pulled from the terms of agreement from Sony you should be aware of when you purchase digital. Item one, warranty, disclaimer, and liability limitations. Licensor may at its sole discretion discontinue supporting the software at any time, and licensor has no liability for such discontinuance. Item two, grant of license. The software is licensed to you, not sold. After the authorized release date, Licensor grants you to a limited, non-exclusive license to use the software for personal use on your PlayStation system. So that's taken from the terms of service for PlayStation. When you go and you buy a digital game, that's what you're agreeing to. You, it specifically notates that you are not buying an item. It's being licensed to you. So that's why I said that. That's why it came across so matter-of-fact like you're not getting an item, that's because that was pulled directly from the terms of service. Now, did you how many of the Xbox did you read? <laughs> I did I I figured it'd be the same. Is it not the same for Xbox? There the Xbox <clears throat> Oh my god. The Xbox terms of usage agreement and all that stuff, there they have so many different types of services. But so gaming. here's the thing, like I'm not talking about There's services, I'm talking about pages. I'm talking about just straight buying a video game. No 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 special services or games pass or anything as, like that. Yeah, like as far as I got when I read it all five different pages or more <laughs> was the gist of it they said you can play this as much as you want, but if you get banned, it's gone. So it's a licensed download. You get banned, you're fucked. Well, yeah, of course you can play it as much as you want, but you don't own it. That's what I'm saying. If you get banned, you're screwed because it's a license. Well, yeah. So the the problem is, like, the, the key emphasis on that is that they they very specifically state you do not own this product. So, like, that's, right. that's one of the biggest things that I want to inform people on. Like, digital versus physical... When you buy physical, you are owning a product. You have physical ownership over that product. Mostly. 
no, you you do. Sure, they can still they're still <coughs> licensing with software, of course, but you're still getting like if you put in your your disc into your Xbox system or your PlayStation or whatever, not connected to the internet, you can use it. You own it, and nobody can take that away from you. But when you buy, okay, so it has uh, if you don't have, so if you don't have internet, and you put in the Spyro Reignited trilogy, yeah, you can play Spyro. There, there's to exceptions. Agree. There's exceptions. We're, so we're talking about the ideal. That's why I said mostly. Yeah, we're there, talking oh, about the. There's going to be, there's there's always going to be caveats, right? I mean, it's not going to work for every single thing, especially right. when even physical media I'm, is I'm directly saying, tied in directly with digital. I don't like, want to leave they, anything out. They are intertwined. So that is going to affect some games. There's games as a service. Like you can go and buy Overwatch. That's a games as a service game. It's directly connected to the internet. So they can take yes. it away from you. Eventually it's going to shut down. Which I think it's is odd. Thing. It's because Spyro isn't directly connected to the internet. But yet you have to download 2 and 3 when you buy Reignited. That's a whole nother fucking piece of shit thing. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so like just... I want everybody to be clear on on what that's saying, right? It's two very different things. One thing you're buying and owning, one thing you're licensing and you do not own. It's it's a glorified rental based on their terms. That could be a 20-year rental depending on how things pan out. Like who knows. It could be something that lasts a generation. It could be something that is taken away from you because of licensing issues with music or an actor or whatever reason they have to pull it away from you, you're agreeing to that being okay. Because it's a license, you don't own it. So that's that's a big deal. But I just wanted to make the distinction between the two. That's why I interjected. I was just like, just be aware. Not all physical media is purely physical either. No, yeah, for sure. Just in case you didn't bring that up, that's why yeah. I was like... Well, we'll talk about games as a service and stuff like that later. In my opinion, I mean, it's just it's a completely different thing. You know, sure, yes, they're games, but it's like it's like an MMO. You know, it's like obviously you're paying for that monthly, and and you know eventually it's going to go away because it's it's an online experience. You know, it's not just a game you pick up, you throw in your system, and you play. Yeah, whenever but it's you want no physical, to. so it still falls under that. I think I think a better distinction would be to discern between what games it makes sense to have internet like update related stuff because like you can't have csgo on a disc for example i don't think reliably because it's yeah, an online it's an game online there's balancing but game. if it's a single player game or something like that then there i i firmly believe like there is no reason that there should be constant you know you have to be online you have to constantly update it you have to constantly get like patches and stuff there i don't think there's an excuse for that because if it's a single player game it doesn't need to be, you know, updated and balanced unless, you know, they really Bugs. fucked up something. Yeah, right, and, but that's, and I'm not that's saying that you're going to get, like, a complete, pristine game on disc. You're not. You're going right. to get a busted-ass, bare-bones, glitchy-ass piece of shit on that disc, <laughs> but at least you have it. At and least no one you can own take it that away from you. busted ass game. <laughs> yeah, it's better than fucking busted nothing hotness. in my opinion because yes. even with that disc, you still connect to the internet and you get all the benefits of a full-fledged game. But if that goes away, well, in my opinion, when that goes away because eventually one day it will. It's the same with physical. I mean, nothing lasts uh, forever. There is disc rot. Di so disc rot is going to happen a lot long after... A network goes down, but we'll we'll get into that later. It's fine. 
It's a complicated thing. But uh, so the third option, which is right around the corner, is streaming media. Since it's a new medium, I don't have exact terms and conditions, but being that this is still a digital format, they should be more or less the same. So the difference here is that instead of downloading a game to your system, which has some benefits over streaming, the game is being broadcast directly to your system in real time as you play. And that, Yeah, well, streaming is essentially rental, like you you know, say digital should. Is, I mean, but it yeah. functions the same way as digital. You pay a monthly but you don't thing and you stream it. it to you. Yeah. So it's it's rental essentially. It's, it's 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 a little bit more limited than digital, but it functions somewhat the same. But that's where we're going. That's not even really what we're going to be talking about for the most part today, right. just because it's it's not now. Streaming so. games is fucking <laughs> stupid. But I mean, digital's paving the way for that, which is part of why. You know, I want to talk about this stuff because funding digital is sh- is showing publishers and developers that this is the kind of media that we want to consume is digital media. Yeah, but media. there's a difference between download <clears throat> and stream. There is, but it's it's the same. It's basically the same content. The de- the delivery method is different. But you're yeah, still paying for a license. Yeah, one's shittier than the other. hundred percent. Streaming is 100%. shittier than yeah, download. You're right. Like I said. You know, digital has benefits over streaming, but they're both digital content. Yes. They're both subject to the same license agreements. It's just even more limited. But the problem is, as we fund digital moving forward into streaming, like, it's still reflecting sales that we as consumers want a digital format. And as developers, they're looking at streaming as a way to fulfill that need which is digital content. It's just a different delivery method. It's just fucking worse. But we're funding that initiative, basically, by, by paying for digital. We're yeah, showing as long them as, that like, that's what we here's want. Here's the thing. I will pay for digital, and I will be fine <clears throat> with digital, but paying for streaming, that's... Uh... See, that's something I won't pay. So they could be mm-hmm. like, well, yeah, this is the way it's going... But as long as people don't go, oh, yeah, let's go and pay for all the streaming stuff, which people will because the majority of people aren't informed. <laughs> so, Well, we're talking about turning games into something like Netflix, where I imagine it wouldn't well, be I know. per game. Well, right, even, but, but I it feel wouldn't like be that's like, kind of unfair, ex- too, because like we, we kind of brought up ne- <clears throat> Netflix before in conversation, but I feel like that's kind of unfair because... Netflix is kind of like a rotating... Like, you get these specific movies... You're not in control. It's a rotating thing. You get whatever they want sure. to give to you, which I don't really think. I think services like that are going to exist, but I think you're still going to have a major platform where you can just buy whatever the hell you want to and stream it directly to your system. I Amazon. Think, I think, yeah, I think saying that Netflix is just kind of a little bit misleading is all. Well, I guess my perception of what would make sense if you're because what we talked about was you know people don't want to necessarily you know buy a game and then keep it forever or whatever people just want to buy the newest game they want to play it when it comes out you know the new call of duty comes out you get your two to you know two months maybe of game time then the new expansion comes out you buy that play that and then the next year it's like you don't even remember the one before it because whatever if it's like Mm -hmm. that then you it would make sense for it to have some kind of rotating aspect to it where it's like, well, sure. you get to, you know, pay twenty bucks a month and you get to play all these new games, you know, stream them. You don't own them, but you get to stream them for the month that they're here because they're new and you want them now. And then later on it's like, well, you know, if you still want it, you can buy a physical copy or something, but or buy a digital 
copy you actually own. But the stream uh, service itself would rotate to fit whatever you know the newest thing is. That's yeah. kind of what I thought. So would... That aspect, like using that technology for that purpose, I feel is a fantastic idea. But it should be in combination with something that you can buy and own rather than just oh license. totally because essentially what you're doing there is you're it, it makes sense mm. for like newer especially multiplayer triple a titles that you have to like that are most uh popular on day one it makes sense for that because you pay your 20 bucks you get to play it you get to have fun with it you don't have to shell out you know 60 or 120 however much these ridiculous digital deluxe editions cost you just you pay for your playtime. You pay for the fact of I want to play this new game with all my friends and everyone when it's hot, when the player count is high, and then after it's gone, if I really still want to play it, I can buy it. If I don't, I you know I don't. I just had my rental experience of game time for that month or however long I played. Yeah. I mean, that's essentially Xbox Games Pass. I mean, that's what I do. Every yeah, Xbox sure. exclusive yeah. comes out. I play it day one. I pay that ten dollars a month, and when it's done, I'm just like okay. You know, it'll be there forever, but I can still buy a copy if I want a copy. Yeah, I mean, I think Game Pass is a fucking, like, awesome thing. I just feel like it would just be better as a companion thing rather than where we're moving as an industry. For obvious reasons, well, I mean, like moving into streaming. It could streaming. still be a companion because thing. moving into streaming, like I said before, is a symptom of supporting digital. We're like this. We've kind of built up to this. It's like we started with DLC and season passes, and then we turned into like games as a service and and digital games, and it just like it keeps escalating. Well, yeah, like, but I mean, it didn't start it because just the companies... then. We people have been supporting digital since you know computers have not been invented, but you know well, since not the computer. times of LimeWire and stuff. Well, yeah, but that's more PC shit. I'm talking about console gaming. Console gaming started out way different than that. Digital didn't have any part of what gaming was on the console. And that's why you liked console. Like, the whole purpose of going to console in the first place is because it's not a fucking PC. You know what you're getting into. It's quick. It's easy. You buy a game. You put the disc yeah, or the cartridge in there. Yeah, but PC has better stuff. It. I mean, that's that's debatable. <laughs> Well, it depends but, on what you mean by stuff like exclusives and stuff like maybe, but what what like okay, we're we're discussing we're we're talking from a consumer standpoint on physical and digital media, yes, media specifically games, and if we're yes. discussing and we're trying to figure out what would make sense moving forward and what's good or bad based on a general consumer's needs, and right, the idea behind. The idea behind purchasing games in either format is largely related to what you personally want to get out of the game, obviously. When you buy a disc that you can keep, you are paying for the physical item of the disc, and you're also... I get that. You're also paying for the longevity of the item that you're paying for. You're paying for the aspect that I want to have this, you know, on my shelf, in my box, you know, in storage for years, whatever, that I can later come back to it, you know, if hopefully the hardware still supports it, whatever. But you, you're paying for the idea that you want possession of it that is not uh, directly tied to whatever business or company is essentially responsible for supporting it. Or with regards to digital, even with something as Steam or GOG, 
you're still reliant on their service. Sure, on GOG and even on Steam, I think you can download it and put it on an offline computer that you can disconnect from the internet with Steam or just download a file that has no DRM. You can put it on your flash drive, you can burn it to a CD or a DVD, and you can just have that. There's no... it's You can make a physical item out of your file because you own a file. But when, we come, when it comes to marketplaces like Uplay and Steam, you don't own the files themselves. You own a license to access those files and use them as your license dictates. And I feel like that's the aspect that gives you less user control over it. And that's where it kind of keeps going forward. You know, well, if you don't own the light, if you own a license to access it, you also don't own, or if you do not own the rights to modify these files, you know, because in some games, modding is considered cheating or modding is considered, you know, whatever. You can modify them, but in some games, but if you're license gives you limited freedoms on something that you have purchased that is where i feel people have a problem people like me people like sean have a problem with the idea that i would like to you know like you said i would like to buy something that i can do whatever i want with at that point in terms of a game i like having a disc not because discs are pretty to look at although they are but because Ten years from now, if I still have, you know, my PS1 or GameCube or Wii or whatever, I can put the disc in and play it and have fun with it. And that's great. And it's awesome. And I bought it and my money is, you know, has invested in that. When I buy a digital copy, I am putting the control into their hands on whether or not I'll be able to have it. And whether they choose to because it's beneficial for them or they want to help me feel like I'm in control, they can choose later to... Um, you know, give me the file or give me access to the file in whatever way they feel. But that, again, that I'm rescinding control to them. And that I, that's, I feel, the biggest issue is that as a consumer, you're allowing your control over the product you paid money for to be less and less on your terms. So we, we kind of already <clears throat> started going into this, but so I was trying to come up with like a structured format to kind of make this a little bit easier, but I came to the conclusion that this would kind of just be more constructive as like an open mic kind of like we're doing now, but just kind of bringing up general points, whether it's general conversation of the topic, like a criticism or a defense. And these all will bring up additional talking points that we can kind of see each other's perspectives. Um, I have a couple of specific things that I want to bring up as I'm sure you guys do as well. The goal here is to simply share our perspectives and knowledge on both sides. I feel like we're both kind of getting a little bit defensive and that's not what I want. This isn't a, like I said, a, you know, several times over, this isn't a battle at the end of this. I don't want there to be a winner or a loser. I just want your guys's perspectives and just whatever knowledge you have to, to bring to the table. So we'll t kind of take a step back and just be a little bit less confrontational about it. But, um, I'll start off by kind of explaining why I feel physical is important. Um, so I've been playing and collecting games for many, many years, and I've noticed a lot of inconveniences that started popping up since like the Xbox 360 debuted and the inconveniences and complaints that I've had continue to kind of grow and grow until those small things started to become basically problems. In my opinion, at first it was like an update here, some DLC there, a multiplayer server shutting down or whatever. But then we start looking at like multiple season passes for a single game. Games as a service, which is essentially a game that's around for a while and then it's gone. You know, mandatory installs on games 
and most importantly not even owning the game we pay for like that's my biggest problem but being a gamer across several console generations that use physical media I can't help but feel like it's it's basically just going downhill when games were entirely on disc you know you bought the game you owned it all of it no hidden fees no season pass no DLC all the content for the game was right there you know on the disc and you earned it you know you unlocked content by playing the game it was fun like it wasn't like oh fuck you know season pass number three guess I gotta pay another thirty dollars to get these fucking characters you know that's not enjoyable or rewarding it's frustrating developers spent more time making sure games ran well because there was no patching you know they had to do that they had to make sure that everything was ready to go they couldn't go back and fix it later you know you had to make sure you made a quality fucking game not some broke shit you can fix as people complain about it you know things were just simpler and to me more fun you didn't have to worry about a game disappearing or getting broken through a patch or you know missing events and content in the 500 games that are games as a service now that you don't have time to invest in you know from my perspective things have just been getting worse and more complicated and it looks like that's coming to a peak but that's kinda generally where I'm coming from there are some you know pretty solid things about digital that I'm sure you you know you Cody will touch on and let us know but, I honestly but can't remember any of my points. <laughs> any of them? Not any of them. I have points, but it's just like I yeah, I mean I for one finish. know that there's there's positives for for digital. There is. There yeah. just is. But my from my perspective, it doesn't seem like it's worth the cost. You know, we're paying for convenience and we're losing our our rights to own the game and we're contributing to we're feeding the machine that's making things worse. Like I said, like games, console games used to be really basic, you know, and that was the appeal. You buy a game, you put it in, it works. There's no updates. Right. There's nothing more to it. And that's why you went console. But then very, very slowly, you know, things just got worse and worse. Like, like I said, DLC evolved. You know, like, I feel like DLC, Xbox kind of initiated things like there was very basic DLC on the original Xbox and it was mostly free stuff and then from there you know you go into Xbox 360 DLC starts cropping up but are we limiting this to console though because I'm I'm a bit confused on the rules no, it, here it, it, it is everything it well, is I tried bringing but... up PC, and then Nick's like, well, we're talking about consoles, and I'm like, well... No, no, we're talking about everything. I didn't My... say that we're, we're not talking about consoles. I, I meant a distinction between this isn't... Whether or not you prefer your platform of choice to be PC or whatever, digital versus physical, I feel like the argument is still rather similar. That's all I was trying to say. No, this, this is gaming as a whole. Uh, I mean, PC gaming is a different beast because, I mean, it's it's always been different, and there's always been kind of these things going on like you look at pc gaming where you used to go to a store and you used to buy physical disc and you install that on your system and you play it but like on a pc you've always had to continuously upgrade your system to run games and then games would fall off like as your system got more and more powerful it would stop running older games so i mean it's kind of a different situation but but that's kind of like them my apply. point is how do i say this I'm trying to not make it into a heated debate, but I can't help but to sit here and feel like we're regurgitating the same thing because there's so many 
like you, you're saying, you know, it's a whole different beast. But there's so many factors to the market itself that I feel like I can't get into because I'm, I, we'll get into it. If we did get into it, it'd take forever. And doing, you know, research last week, I'm just sitting here like it. And I messaged you about it specifically. I said, there's so many factors to this to where it's almost entirely pointless to even debate about anymore. Like I get the point you, you know, the whole trading rights for convenience thing. I get that. And that is important. And I stick by you on that. But there's so many factors to the situation of like pros and cons that the pros and cons were trying to simplify something that's not simple. Well, no, that's that's the problem. The problem is that it's very complicated and nobody understands what it is and, and what's happening and where we're going. I mean, to me, PC is like, again, it's all part of the same industry, but PC is it's always been console and PC kind of separate. Like they, they're not really competing or competitive against each other. They're not competing against each other. Yeah. They're, it's just, they're, they're different, but the sales of course, and that's part of it too. Like all the sales that are being generated through PC are also pooling into, because PC has been digital for how long? Affect consoles. Consoles will affect PC sales. PC has been digital for, for many, many years. Digital, pretty much only for the most part, like 90% digital only. And my point... all the money generated through PC is also going into the developer's pockets. And that's filling up a large portion of the sales numbers that we're looking at when we're looking at the decline of physical and digital and why the market is shifting from physical to digital to streaming. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, true. I agree with you. It's just, I feel like, we're we're losing the option to keep it simple when when we're that's why I'm looking more at like the console side of it because like that was the simple way to get in to get into games and just game and not have to stress out about all this complicated bullshit but even that element is going away like current generation systems got a fucking upgrade you know oh now there's the Xbox 1S and the PlayStation 4 Pro it's like now it's turning into a PC and now all the digital or now all the video games that you're playing on those systems are going to digital just like PC and you're getting the patches just like PC like it's turning into the same fucking thing and that's a problem i think that it would make sense for us to also give our like cuz obviously the you know the debate is kind of <clears throat> How can I put this? There's a lot of factors. There's a lot of business factors, a lot of economic, you know, whatever trends and things that companies will take. I feel like if all of us kind of presented our own personal experience and our own personal desires with what could we, what could be done going forward, it would. Well, make, I thought that's uh, what the point of this was anyway. Yeah, and, and that's I tried making that's my kind of what I was. Hold on, that's, like, that's what I was building into. You know, like yeah. I so the whole point of my what I just kind of went over before we started getting into these other things was like that's my perspective and I want you guys to know like that's where I come from that's kind of my background like I I've always been a console gamer this has been my experience this is how I see you know things moving and it's going into a place that I don't like and I feel like a lot of people don't even see and I don't think a lot of people are even going to see it until it's too late and you know they're getting their games removed from their account and they're not understanding why because they didn't realize when they bought that digital game was well, that, that really the company's problem or is that just you know ignorance of people you know 
It's if a it's chair di- disappears from your house, is so, it the fault of the guy who made the chair, or your fault <laughs> not realizing that, it? No, that that that's bullshit. Not even because that's talking about a fucking no. metaphysical. I can disappear chair. No, the so what's a digital you, footprint to you? <laughs> no, it's it's just no. That's not unrelated entirely. <laughs> Years from now, archaeologists are going to be digging out fucking cartridges (laughs) and discs going, what the hell did they use these for? (laughs) Oh, and what happened to my game? No. But um, But the archaeologists are all going to be VR, too. You're right. Yeah. But, like, so you you, you mentioned that, but, like, (laughs) (laughs) the problem is, like, the company, the developers and the publishers aren't handling this... the way that they should be. They're doing it kind of shady. They're they're not being as upfront as they need to be. They they should be more clear about more what clear. what it what it means to buy digital. Yes, you know, but the consumer you... should also educate themselves before yeah, going and buying digital. Mean, in today's fucking society, nobody reads fucking license exactly, and but stuff. you and can't, that's on the consumer. You can't disregard 100%. them automatically as a corporation say, well, now it's as a all company. The company as a company that's selling product to the masses, you know, all these thousands of people that are playing games, they have a responsibility to communicate what they're selling and what what you're buying, what you're getting out of that and what it means. Just like losing games, like them, sure, you're agreeing to the terms that they can pull a game from you for any reason, whatever that may be. That could be, oh, hey, we want to make a new version of this game. We don't want you to have it anymore because... We want you to buy it again. Is that likely? Probably not. But there's other factors like a a licensing thing falls through, like a licensing with, say, a Marvel game. They no longer have the the license with Marvel, but it's a Marvel game. Can they sell it without the license? Of course they can't. So guess what they're going to do? They're going to take that away from you. And this has happened with uh, Marvel Alt or Marvel versus Capcom Origins, I think it was on Xbox 360, where they lost the license for Marvel and they just pulled that game out of everybody's account. Did they make a post? But here's the thing. But here's the problem. Did they make a post? Did they they make a post? No, they didn't. They didn't make a post that said, hey, everybody, our contract is no longer valid. So we'll we'll be removing this game from your account on X date. You should be aware of that. But instead, games are just sliding out of your account periodically that you're not going to know about until you go to play it. That is irresponsible. And most people, I guarantee, won't know why. They're like, oh, I bought that game. I own it, right? No, you don't. The situation you're describing is exactly what happened to Scott Pilgrim, correct? Exact same thing, yes. I can go on my Xbox 360 and download Scott Pilgrim. I did a few weeks ago. Hmm, I just checked before this podcast, and it's not on my account, and I can't find it. If you go to your downloads history, and you go on there, you can download it. I still have the rights to my game. I can still play my game. Hmm. It's You just can't buy it anymore. I try to pull up all... So there's like 20 games that, that were pulled that I'm aware of, and I couldn't find any of them. But even so, even if you have it, whatever, may, maybe that particular game doesn't qualify. But that doesn't change the fact that they have the right to do that. And, right. And things like that will happen. You know, license agreements don't last forever. They're going to expire. You know, conflicts between two parties that work together on on a project. Maybe there's a conflict. Maybe something happens and they don't want to renew a license. For whatever reason, 
they can pull that game from you. You agreed to it. And that's okay if you're agreeing to that. But the thing is, most people don't know that they're agreeing to it. They need but to be a lot more public. But that's why they need public. to educate themselves and just read it. See, I, I, mean, d- I disagree, though. They, well, they have a responsibility to let people know this is a big deal. You're but selling they are something in the terms to, of service. But okay, you're selling you're, something you're arguing... to a large market that don't understand this. They've, they've been playing games, like a lot of people have been playing games for a long time, and this has never been a factor. Like, why would that change? You know, when you make a large change like this, when you're completely changing the format and going from you own it to you don't own it, that's a big enough deal that you have a responsibility as a publisher or a developer to let people know that this is a big change that's being made. You should it is take a, a big look deal. It's like, you know, they didn't say anything about, hey, there's an important thing regarding, you know, your rights to own content through us. You should read this document. That never happened. But how did it not happen when there's the terms of service? Well, okay. Because they if didn't you're, tell anytime people you're argue, that this Anytime is you're going to argue against the consumer in terms of, well, the consumer should know what they're getting into. You have to keep in mind that when a consumer buys, yeah, well that, that too, but also the fact that without the consumer buying the license and supporting the actual like product, there would be no fucking license or product to sell because like, that's the whole point is that you the reason you can't say, Oh, fuck the consumer. If they don't understand when they pay for a ticket to see a movie that the ticket says in small print that they're only paying for half the movie, even though whatever the consumer is not going to come back. The consumer is not, there is no incentive for the consumer to be like, Oh, I bought a game from this company and now I just don't own it because their license is fucked up. Fuck that. I'm going to go buy a game. I can actually keep. And exactly. support a company I actually like. And that, that is the consumer's freedom to do that. And that's why, you know, in a capitalist yes. society, we have that freedom. But that doesn't make it a good business decision. And the more companies do it... Well, I'm not saying it makes it a good business decision. <laughs> but you're saying that the, it's on the consumer to educate themselves. I agree with you. A consumer should be knowledgeable in what he's getting into. But that doesn't make the business decision wise or... or uh, I never said that. Then what are you advocating for? Because I'm saying that there. I'm saying that no one is 100% in the right. Business businesses. Well, the consumer is always that. right. He's paying money for a product. How is he not right for wanting something? I mean, that he paid technically, for? yes, the consumer is always right, but both parties are 100% at fault. Okay, I'm the consumer. I say, all right, Anthem, Anthem. Let's say Anthem launched Fix, and I go, wow, there should be less loot drop in the master as you can get and people in the majority goes no we don't want that but then the developer's like well let's do that because the customer is always right i go into a store and i say hey this candy bar is free now because the customer is always right well here here's the thing so let's take it let's take it back to video games so just to give you an idea of how powerful the consumer is like just this stupid bullshit with the the spider-man game how like Insomniac's constantly releasing all these fucking costumes for Spider-Man. Tons and tons of costumes, more than they needed to ever do. And that that wasn't enough. Like, people started to complain, Oh, this Sam Raimi Spider-Man outfit isn't in the game. This is bullshit. You guys said that you'd take care of us and you'd give us what we want if we give you feedback and blah, blah, blah. This is bullshit. So what do they do? They give them what they wanted. They put that fucking Spider-Man costume in the game. 
because and that's great because that is great that's, but that's the power of the consumer and, and yeah but that's and the a developer plus side thing, but the developer understands the importance which is why they made that that accommodation because like if they don't accommodate their fucking market they're the people giving them money they have no business they're not going to sell anything i guarantee you if if what if one of the publishers made a, a public statement that just straight out said hey by the way everybody you don't own any of the games that that we've been selling you you're just getting a license but you don't own those people would lose their fucking minds i guarantee you if you heard that if you've been buying games for years and years and you just found out you don't own any of those and nobody told you that whether it's your fault or not you're that gonna would freak suck. the fuck out and if everybody freaked the fuck out guess what they're gonna do they're probably gonna flip that shit around and make it so that you own it because that's the power of the consumer yes i understand the power of the consumer but the point that what i was asked to clarify then interrupted and said the consumer is always right so i clearly couldn't make my point which i'm kind of can i be honest yeah. I'm getting really annoyed that I'm being asked to make my point, not by you, Sean, and then getting interrupted when I'm trying to make my point. Sure. So real quick, so just going forward, like, Cause let I've everybody not talk. i a single point without being interrupted. Yeah, just if somebody's talking, you know, let them finish. I mean, again, the, there's no reason to cut off anybody, right? We're here. We're all here to share our perspectives and share information. And if we're cutting each other off, we're not doing that. So go ahead. All right. Because I've already not made a single point yet, and I'm just I'm flustered right now. No, you're fine. I, I actually had I, a part coming up that was actually going to be specifically addressed to you to make specific points, but we derailed a couple times. So, but yeah, just so, so that you I'm, know. But go ahead. Yeah, because I'm trying to get like my shit together right now because yeah, I'm man. I'm just really annoyed and really flustered. Don't, don't get frustrated. Like I said, <laughs> this isn't a competition. Well, There's nobody yeah, going to win. Like it's not that it's a competition. I'm seeing as a competition. I've just not had a chance to talk at all. Yeah, go for it, man. It's all you. And bro. my point was earlier <laughs> before the whole customer is always right, fucking whatever kicked in, is it's the response. There's a balance. And it's the responsibility of both consumer and person or developer slash publisher or whoever, because that's a whole thing in and of itself. It's their responsibility to not fuck over the customer. But at the same time, it is the customer's responsibility to educate themselves what they're getting into. Yes, there's. I'm not saying that every game should have big, bold print at the top of everything ever that says, you do not own this if it is digital. If you are getting into something digital, there are terms of services when you sign up for stuff like this. They can be read. If that is skipped, then yes, which 99% of people skip 99% of, you know, user license agreements and, you mm -hmm. know, stuff like that. That's honestly, like, they wrote that out. They took the time to do that. And it does say in there, while it's not in big bold print, that you don't own did you still can read it it's still being presented to the uh consumer and still being able to be like yes i know what i'm getting into now but people would rather skip it and then complain later so that's user error that is not specifically 100 the company's fault well yes it is shitty and i agree that it is shitty and it shouldn't be a thing 
people still skip it and vote with their wallets, whether it is by knowledgeable votes or ignorant votes by skipping, you know, reading what you're getting into. And if someone complains and goes, I can switch to physical media, then yes, let's switch to physical media. Let's vote with our wallets by physical copies sold instead of digital copies sold. They have numbers for that. So, but but everyone's, how do I say it? When so many people buy physical and so many people buy digital, they're going to go the way of whatever one sells the most. That's how business works. They're going to chase the trend of whatever is going on now. And that was the point just and that of itself was one of the points I was trying to make earlier because I couldn't remember the rest because I got interrupted by repeating the same thing over and over till I couldn't think of what I was trying to say. There you go. So let me ask you something. Like before things got out of control, day right. one, if all publishers said that, hey, this is the way it is. If you buy digital, you do not own this. You're subject to, to the terms of the license just so that you guys know that's how it is. If you if you continue to buy physical, you continue you will own it like you always have, nothing will change. Right. Do you think that the market would go the way that it has? No. It would 100% be drastically no. different than one hundred percent no. It would be drastically different mm -hmm. from what it is today. So that's my problem. So the the reason for that and they they know that. I guarantee you they know that. It's the same reason why they're not telling you when they pull games from your account. They don't want you to freak out. They want you to, to follow the path that they have set it, you know, for the company. You know, if they go digital only, guess what? That's more money. No more manufacturing, no more no more dealing with retailers. That's just pure profit. And then they have better control over the market and, and their price points. That is that is hundred percent correct. Those are all positives for the company. And that's, that's what they want. Yeah, but there's also factors in there like, you know, we licensing, you know, Marvel, like you said earlier, mm -hmm. that is stuff at not 100% in the company's control either. That's legal stuff that, you know, the companies, they could say, hey, let's go buy this back or whatever. But what if Marvel goes, no, we don't want to renew our license? That's not 100%, you know, on the company side, if that situation occurs, that's a factor of which nobody can really control. Sure, but that's another reason f why it's so important that they should communicate this clearly to people that are buying into that. Yes, you know, yes you it should, is. You should know as a consumer, these are the potential risks. This is a huge change in what you're used to. You're going from owning to not owning. So like th the important thing, like they shouldn't have to go through it with a fine-tooth comb and break down every single thing. And like you said, big bold letters on every box or whatever. Sure, of course, that, that doesn't make sense for anybody. But when you make changes that are this important and this impactful, you need to speak up and let people know what they're getting into. Otherwise, yes, it's irresponsible. Yes, and that's shitty on the company's end. And it's just like going into streaming. I feel like Microsoft is pulling the same fucking shit. It's like, oh, you know, when they tried to roll out the Xbox One, they wanted to go all digital. And guess what? Which was they, a mistake. They made that <laughs> completely public. Guess what happened? Everybody lost their fucking shit. They didn't want it. So slowly over time, they've been pushing just a little bit at a time, getting towards that same goal. And then now, guess what? The next system is going to be mainly digital and mainly streaming. Yeah, to, but at the same time, that, the market since the 360 till now in the past within 10 years 
has changed drastically. Yeah, the market has changed, but they're still trying to get to that end goal. And they're and the problem is they're not doing it the right way. They're not being upfront about it like they were when they initially announced the Xbox One being all digital because they're afraid of that same resistance. So instead, I mean, these are rumors, but I mean, it's pretty right, much rumors. sure. But they're going to be releasing a discless Xbox One to get to get people comfortable with not having a disc and to be going more into digital as we transition from the current gen into next gen. And instead of fully committing to a streaming box or a digital box, they're releasing two models. One that's going to have a disc tray just to give the, the people buying into it a little bit more comfortability. But at the end of the day, they're going to be pushing digital. I wouldn't be surprised if halfway into the life cycle of that system, they drop that model completely and it's just streaming. But they're not being upfront about it. They're fucking being shady and they're just trying to weasel their way in to, to get well, to Well, since it's to all rumors, they have no reason to be upfront yet. We because both, if you we were up front now, then they then they'd reveal the console. Sure. Once you reveal the console, then you have to be up front. You have no reason to be up front if the thing doesn't exist yet. Yeah. To the that, public that's, eye. That's fair. But I still don't think they're going to be. And and but the thing is, well, like no they're not going to really even is. even if they do even if they do explain it a little bit better the way that they should. They're still clearly, like, if these are confirmed, if they're doing the two models, they're still clearly trying to use that tactic to lure you into being comfortable because there's a disc tray. But at the end of the day, that's not their goal. They're not like, oh, we want to keep physical media around. They're like, we want to be digital. We want you to be comfortable getting into digital. And that's where there's we're going. A, there's also a different viewpoint on that, and which is... The Xbox One, while I, I love Xbox, and, you know, that's not hidden in any way possible, I, um, it doesn't, it didn't sell very well. It is sold... Oh, the Xbox One? Yeah. Yeah, well, the Xbox One. I mean, not selling well is a, is a bit of a overstatement, I think. It, it did well, it's just failing miserably compared to Sony. Compared to the competition. Yeah. Like, even when the Switch came out, the Switch is like boom fucking huge sure. and like and it's like outdoes the xbox one every month in terms of sales numbers because yeah. i don't i don't watch tv i don't watch movies i play games <laughs> and i watch and read news about games so i'm like i'm in this all the time 24 7 and the way i'm seeing it from a business perspective is not only for digital but it's a way to like if you Take out the disc tray out of the Xbox. That's one less factor in the Xbox itself that you have to spend money on to make. Therefore, you can produce a cheaper console, even though it's all digital, it'll still be cheaper because there's parts out of it that you're not spending money on. You can get it in the more homes faster because it'll be cheaper on retail. Yeah, but if if they just want to get it into to homes faster and cheaper, they would just go straight digital streaming. But they're afraid to do that because they they know that what happened with the Xbox One is a possibility. Right. I mean, it's no and... secret that they're the the future is streaming and it's they're going to want to go to that market. And if this is confirmed to be a real console, that's proof of that. So like if that's their intentions, why not be upfront? You know, let people know what they're buying into. Because once again, if they're I understand if they're why front, they're doing it, 
but it's wrong. <laughs> it's fucked up. That's my problem. The whole digital thing, like the the whole thing, is just being approached in the wrong way, and that's that's a big part of why I don't fucking appreciate it. Other than just the the obvious things that I've stated, as far as like not owning and things like that, and just the way that they're handling the situation has been shady from day one. Like fucking be upfront. If people don't want to buy into it, they should have the facts to make that decision. They shouldn't be manipulated by what you do and do not decide to share with the public. It's it's just, just like the whole fucking Nintendo Switch thing with like releasing games that are on the cartridge but not. It's like you're selling a package deal that has that is advertised to have these games. So why are you selling a physical version with a little note that most people probably won't even notice that says, "Oh, by the way, half of this is on half of this is going to be a digital download." Like that's right. really fucking deceptive advertise what you're fucking selling like put it that's a big deal that half the game isn't on the cartridge if that's what you're gonna do put that shit big and bold on the box to let people know what they're <laughs> fucking buying yes or don't release that physical edition to deceive people into buying something that they're not getting like there's just a lot of deception kind of bullshit going on around the whole digital fucking transition and i it's just it's really fucked up and I think it's unfair, and it's helping to skew the market in the wrong direction. It's just, it's so shitty. <laughs> I agree, but, like, it's not even just Microsoft. Like, like oh, I no, said, every not. company every company is doing it, but there's there's a balance. Microsoft that, is you know, leading the charge, but 100%, yeah. I, if, I, if I was <laughs> Leading the charge, but that's the least console sold, so they have, <laughs> like, one of the least things, you know, in the market to shift it, but, yeah. Yeah, if it seemed like I was trying to single out Microsoft, that's not the case at all. Like no, I said, I'm just trying to clarify, not the charge, for you, but, but for yeah, sure. other people. It's, yeah, just it's, a, like... it's a general industry problem, for sure. Yes. Again, like we were just talking about Nintendo but doing a similar thing. It's so ridiculous that there's so many factors. and like once. But the only thing I can really say right now, and I, you know, I said it earlier and I said it like five seconds ago because you know, I'm fucking say dumb shit over and over again. Is that there's a balance between vote? They're like voting with your wallet, company trust, and users educating themselves. And convenience is a big piece of that. Well, yeah, but convenience comes with the educating yourself part. Like you know, it's going to be convenient, but people, if you don't read up on it, you're still an idiot. People that go for convenience are not the ones that are educating themselves. I promise you. Wait, you lagged out for a second. Not the ones that are what? People, people that are going for convenience are not the ones that are educating themselves. God damn it. Every time you said not the ones that are, you keep cutting out for me. It's fine. But, um, <laughs> hey, hey, Jazz. Yes? What's, uh, what's your perspective as someone kind of in the middle? What, what are some, On what? <laughs> what are some things that you like or dislike about, like gaming in the past and kind of like the current generation I, like kind of what's your experience in, in all i this? miss being able to go to blockbuster rent a 64 <laughs> game go take it home and try it and if i like it i can go buy it myself later i don't like the fact that they're making you choose one or the other but i'm kind of biased because like, you don't have to choose one or the other i mean if, like i said xbox games pass you can essentially rent the games on xbox See, i no. meant one or the other like either rent or like buy like rent as in like did download digital but i usually just go for whatever is cheaper <laughs> like if if a game is 80 dollars for a physical copy and it's fucking 
like it's on sale for like 40 bucks on yeah, get the 40 or whatever i'll get the 40 and then like later if i see the the disc goes down i'll get it <laughs> just to have it because i don't yes so you're like i have the same games multiple times so no, you're, yeah i know that song but um <laughs> <laughs> so like you're you're okay though with that like buying a game because it's cheaper on digital even knowing that you don't own it like just yeah, just like, to have it to to play with friends or whatever just to have a good well, time right I mean, personally, if I buy a fucking disc of, like, Call of Duty or something, chances are, in the next 20 years, I'm going to lose it. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) having, like, I don't know if it was with Nick the other day. Nick, it might have been with you yesterday. I was like, I swear I have this game somewhere. And I, oh, it was the ship. I sent him a copy of the ship on Steam because I had a gift copy. And I was like, whatever, it's a fun game to play with friends. And then I'm like, wait, did I just send you my copy or not? <laughs> if I did, whatever, I'll just buy it again. It's fun to play with games, so I don't care. But, like, I don't I don't mind rebuying games as long as I can try it and I like it. Like, if it's going to be 20 bucks on PS Store and 60 in store, I'll buy it on there. And if I don't like it, I'm like, well, I'm glad I didn't fucking buy the disc. <laughs> but yeah. don't take away the option of, you know... If it's just stream and they stop making copies, then it's gonna suck because yeah, that's that'll be the point where I'll probably just quit gaming altogether. Well, what what bugs me is like, what if you uh okay, you're you're playing download games and I I play like the sequel to a game and I'm like, oh, this is this is pretty fun, but I'd like to go back and play the first one, but my Xbox doesn't have a disc tray, so if I go buy the first <laughs> game, which instantly tells me. It's not going to be backwards compatible with games you already have, which is a complete waste. I don't know. They they shouldn't eliminate anything. They should just like give everybody options of whatever they want. It's not like they can't afford it. And well, that's, that's my opinion on that. <laughs> yeah, that's the one good thing that Xbox has over a lot is they're backwards compatible, which they're they do state that they are trying their best to get every game they can backwards compatible. It's just they have to what they mainly work on is updates. Okay, like but... You... The, no, like, I, I, I get... I know, like, you... You're, the Xbox is like that, but what I was saying is, like, there, it's backwards compatible, as in, like, you, Cody, have an Xbox One. Yes. Right? And your games are all backwards compatible. Now, you get an Xbox One S, which is a streaming with no disc tray, then clearly it's not going to be backwards compatible, because where are you going to put the disc? Bam, you're going to have to spend $80 to get a fucking external drive. Actually, they they did handle that well because I'm pretty sure if you put the disc in like your old model Xbox One and it verifies it, I think you can download it for free. I'm the pretty X- sure. I'm not positive on that. The Xbox uh, base model, the S and the X, talking you know future wise with no disc trays and whatnot, <laughs> I could see where that would be a problem. But with all three current models of the Xbox One right now. If it is backwards compatible and you put your disc in it, lol, um, it will read the disc and like say when you jazz when you send me that copy of Morrowind, if I put that in my Xbox, it will read it and it automatically upgrades it to the game of the year edition. Yeah, but and then after you do that, isn't it registered to your account? So like going forward into the discless system, don't you have that technically digitally on your account? I do not believe so, but oh, that's okay. the thing. That's why they would sell two models. Because why make backwards compatible if when it works with the disc if you're going to go all digital? That would be dumb. But the problem so is that's, that's the Xbox One initiative, and, and the Xbox One is about to be old news. 
So like they don't have to carry that forward into the next system. If digitals are focus, it doesn't make sense for them to con continue to pursue something like that. You know what I mean? Right, it would on. make more me... sense for them to just start adding all those old Xbox One <laughs> games available to download on their digital only system. Well, you. Well, I don't want to interrupt. Sorry. No, I was just gonna say like, like you know, uh, I heard this from somebody. You know how they have this box that you can get where you can stream movies now. Like it's not it's not like Netflix and shit. You can literally just stream movies and you would like hook it up to your TV. I don't know what it is or what it's called, I've but heard of stuff like it's that, like yeah. a stream box or something. I don't know. It's something like that. But like so, what I don't get is if they're you get the new console, you get the new system, and you have to like you can re-download all the games on the new system because you have it on the account. Then what's yes. the point of the new system? Why not just make a stream to, box for the Xbox in addition to the Xbox? Why make a whole new thing that basically limits you to either spend fucking 24 hours installing all the games you want to play rather than just <laughs> add on okay. and just like, bam, you're done? The answer to that is that there's a difference between streaming and download. And one, if you, you know, if you don't want to spend 800 hours downloading all your games, me, with my 635 right now on Xbox, I have a 4 terabyte hard drive. I plug in the hard drive to the new system, boom, all my stuff loads. I don't have to download anything. Yeah, but that's and you have that. That's just like... <laughs> well, initially, the, the next generation system... I mean, it might support, like, the, the previous library, like, maybe halfway into the system. You, you're aware of uh, the Xbox switching bosses, right? Bosses? Like, the pet, Phil Spencer and <coughs> oh, the other... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Spencer! Phil Spencer, and he's said this in many videos, when Xbox holds an event, he usually does interviews. And he goes out, and usually his interviews, he states this, and he's said this more than once... His plan with the Xbox... Now, I can't count Sony or Nintendo into this. Uh, it's strictly Xbox that I'm speaking on half of right now. His plan is no matter what model they release, no matter what, day one will be backwards compatible with your previous libraries. Hmm. It's all going to be under one thing now. The reason why you upgrade is because games look nicer. And that's the only difference. You upgrade to the well, new models and get the new systems to get better graphics. So it's like a, upgrading a PC. You just go out and buy a you know better version of this, but everything will be whatnot. Like Devil May Cry 5 released, for example. My buddy Steve <laughs> is playing on the base model Xbox. That thing looks like shit. That <laughs> thing is complete garbage. Do not ever buy a base model Xbox. I don't care if it's cheaper and it gives more sales to Microsoft. Don't ever buy a base model Xbox One. Steve Mine is playing. Fine. I can't stand the look of it. Like <laughs> I play on the X and I look at Steve's and I hate it. Well, yeah, I mean you you become accustomed to to the differences. Yeah, you know? that's yeah. But it's just like Steve is playing Devil May Cry Five on his new system. I played. I don't have it, but I did see the ending. Whatever. So I'm not gonna spoil anything. I played the demo of Devil May Cry Five, and it runs flawlessly fucking it's amazing and i look at steve's and i'm like oh my god you look at your hair fucking like you pixelated sack of shit maybe not devil may cry all so much but definitely monster hunter for sure where i noticed a huge difference his whole game looks like mud and i'm just like wow that looks terrible 
So it's like it will be backwards compatible. Your game will just be like if you played on an older system, it'll just look like fucking shittier graphics is all. So it's going to be 100% backwards compatible with Xbox One. That's what Phil Spencer keeps saying. He mm. says X. That's what he his idea I of bringing backwards compatible so. with the original Xbox games and the 360. He, that he's like, yeah, we would start rolling that in the moment I was in charge. He's like, and that works. That works fine. As he's like, the only difference is because I don't know if you know how the X works compared to the S in the base model, in terms of like why it looks good and can play on those older systems. No, I haven't used it. Okay, so. The thing is, there's a... Inside each Xbox, the, starting with the S, so they can tell if you're using an SX and if they can't detect anything, it's a base model, is that there's a detection in there that when you download or install a game or buy physical or whatever, it will tell what system you're running it on. So it provides it a special patch for that system to use its capabilities, to use its hardware. So, like, <clears throat> when I install a game like Tomb Raider, you know, you go, it's Xbox One X Enhanced, it can tell it's playing it on the X. Whether if you buy it, like, you buy Tomb Raider, you put it in the S. You buy Tomb Raider, you put it in the X. It'll tell your, which one you're playing it on and give it a patch to where it looks better and can run on that system. Make sense? Yeah, yeah, that's cool. <clears throat> I mean, so I, that's I how it. Can, that. That's why everything's <clears throat> like being able to be playable. So all the stuff going forward will be back compatible because it's not that it's the game itself. There's a special special thing in each system that'll patch that game to run and look better. I just wonder if they're going to use similar technology like they've been using for 360 games on Xbox One with Xbox One going into Scarlet or whatever the, the new system is going to be. Because if that's the case, that's all well that's and good. Plan. But that's going to be a slow process. I mean, look how long it's taken them to, to get a somewhat reasonable library on Xbox One. You know, it's a really slow process. And they'll probably never be 100% backwards compatibility. So you're still kind of losing games here and there. <clears throat> Which will affect people I... in different ways. I mean, it could be your favorite games that aren't on there, or it might not affect you. But it's just kind of inconvenient that it's not a completely 100%, you know, backwards compatibility thing. Well, that's why I said that they're... Uh... Oh, God, I lost it. What was I trying to say? <laughs> um, there's a base game thing. So, like, when the games come out for the Xbox One... Yeah, like, comes in packages, it's, like, waves. It's going to be how it's made so you can still download it. it's from the still the same microsoft xbox service so as long as it's there it'll be compatible with anything because they're going to be using the same service system like so it is going to work the same way yeah it's just all your the only difference is is you're buying while it might not say xbox one in the future you're still just buying an upgraded model but using the same service. Mm -hmm. So that's why it is going to be backwards compatible. The reason why the 360 and the Xbox originals are taking time is because they're, what they're doing is they're from scratch making patches to turn those games without affecting the disc itself or the original <laughs> game's data. They're making patches that will amplify the, like, you know, from... 240p to 1080p 4k that's all they're doing and that you know they have to do that for the make a patch for the entire game 
Yeah. So they're essentially making a secondary version <laughs> patch from scratch of the entire game, but they use your disc or download as a verification of, yeah, this is the game, and all they do is, like, install the patch to make it look good. Well, that's good. I mean, it's better than nothing. It's it's probably more than Sony's going to do, so... Well, I, I can't speak on that, so... <laughs> <clears throat> Nick, you got any any points? Yeah, Nick, I think you kind of echoed my. I feel bad. I feel like bit, I, I would like. Like, what have you been okay. seeing? Like, what's your kind of background and stuff like that, and pros and cons that you've been seeing? <clears throat> um, well, I grew up on PC mostly. I didn't have many consoles growing up, so I'm kind of used to the idea of like emulators and PC games and all that and the freedom and user, I guess, input that comes with it. Um, I, I've recently kind of been getting into console because like you said, it is convenient. It is, you know, you just buy a game, you pop it in, it works, you know, you don't really have to finagle it too much, but something that I'm kind of, I kind of miss when I play on console that on PC I've always had is, you know, a PC, like it's a computer. You can do stuff with it. You can, fuck around with it there's a lot more mods. freedom yeah you can do mods you can install you know your own custom stuff you can hell just if you know how to fuck with you know files you can there, there, the point is there's a lot more options to you as a consumer and as a user on the pc that you know a console is very much based so you you buy it you put it in it's simple but it's also kind of streamlined and structured so you don't have as much creative freedom as you would on a you know computer yeah and and the thing that, to me, that's weird, that's kind of going the direction for consoles is that consoles are becoming more like computers now, you know, because PC used to be like these, you know, the updates and the whatever and the interaction and the online stuff. Consoles is always plug and play. But now that we see that, you know, you buy a game, you put it in your console, it's not as simple anymore. There has to be patches, there has to be community stuff. You have to, you know, write on Reddit and bitch about the developer not putting something in. Spider-Man now skins. That it's, yeah, you have to put in the fucking, uh... The, Sam uh, Raimi! Bat, the Sam Raimi. I, I want my Batman Beyond skin. I love Batman Beyond. For Spider-Man? But, <laughs> yes. For Spider-Man. <laughs> I want to do that. That's my dream come true. Um, but, like... It's just weird because I always saw a console as if I don't want to fuck around with anything, I just want to put in a disc and play, that's what I go for. And watching it go from that to this, like, okay, we released a game, but you need the internet, you need to download all these patches, and also the game has a bunch of problems, and we kind of need you, the audience, to tell us what's wrong with it and do our job for us. Like, it's it's weird. It's really weird seeing it go that direction. And I know it's not everyone. I know some games are released good, but I feel like developers... I feel like owning a console now is slowly, like, not being as viable and as simple as it used to be. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's just because there's more options for people. Maybe because, you know, you're able to, like, do more things on a console since, you know, the hardware is updated and people want to do more things and, you know, want to watch TV on it with still apps and all that. But TV, TV, since... TV? Yeah, like, didn't they advertise the Xbox One as, like, yeah. a, oh, it's your media center now. It's mm-hmm. not just a console. Well, that's why it was called an Xbox One. And you know what happened to that guy? He got fired. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> it's like you buy a 500 or $400 box to play games, and it can do everything. You it's like play games it, offline? Get an Xbox 360. 
fired. Yeah, I'm so fucking happy that guy got fired. Fuck that was him. such a fucking terrible business. I don't know what he was thinking. Um, it's like it's the same argument I would make for like why I still like an old fashioned alarm clock over a phone, and that as like alarm clock. A <laughs> when a phone is everything. Because, like, your phone is everything. It's your contacts, it's you contact people, it's your internet, it's your notepad, it's your alarm clock, it's your clock, it's your weather app, it's everything. It's but your thing, girlfriend. It's your wow. girlfriend, <laughs> if you're, you know, if you buy the right peripheral devices. But the, the point is, like... Why can't it be it your does, boyfriend? I, get, I guess it right can. buy the right peripheral devices. <laughs> <laughs> you have to get the DLC. Yeah, you have to pay five ninety nine for the voice pack. That'd be more of an accessory. Let's be honest. True. Well, hey, you gotta accessorize. But the thing, the thing that always was weird to me is like, if your phone is everything, it's also like you don't. It cannot specialize in doing one thing very well. If that makes sense, like mm -hmm. if it's like an alarm clock is really good at being an alarm clock. You rely on That's it fucking being better. <laughs> <laughs> like your alarm clock will not die after 24 hours or you have to charge it again same reason the apple watch is like fucking ridiculous well, i mean most alarm clocks you plug it into a wall let's be honest so you don't have to charge it so yes it does have a dependency sure Unless but the power like... goes out <laughs> my, my point is when I buy a console, I don't want to fuck around with a bunch of different things that barely work and require and can like because the more parts you add to something, the more likely it's gonna break. Yes, and, and that's why when when you buy a PS One, you put in the disc and it plays the disc. You buy a PS Two, oh, you can also do music DVDs on it. So it's like if you're looking for specialized hardware that is very specific to one activity, like playing games. Then consoles sound like a great idea, but now that they've become like this complicated media station with all this other shit, I feel like that also contributes to how easily it can break. How many times has a game crashed on you for no fucking reason? Many. Yeah. Like on a PS4 versus a PS1. I've had a PS1. I I think I've had an emulator lock up on me once. I've never had like an actual PS2 or PS1 lock up on me, and I've played the shit out of JRPGs before and left it on overnight. Um. But yeah, no. I'm. I guess to summarize, I come from a background where I have, if I want to do complicated things where I have full control over it, I'm used to PC. And if I want to go something that's kind of already, you know, made for me and streamlined, I want a console. Because the other thing too is that's an important point. I feel is if you're gonna have DRM and limitations, those DRM and limitations shouldn't be such that I am dependent on them to do everything else that it gives me the option to, but on their terms. I am never going to treat my PS4 or my Xbox One as a, like, immediate center that I also stream from and do all this other shit, because OBS does it better. I'm never going to treat my PS4 <laughs> like a computer or my Xbox One like a computer. And the reason I'm not going to do that is because the DRM prevents me from me doing everything I want to it. You know? Because yes. if I... Because, like, you customize your computer, you fully fine-tune it to what you want. PS4, Xbox One, it is completely up to the people who made that fucking thing what you can do. Everything you can do on it has already been decided and pre-programmed for you. There is not as much freedom. And I hate that because you're being advertised this, you know, oh, you get all this freedom, but you don't actually own anything. You can't actually change anything. You have to buy wallpapers and fucking character avatar shit. I is... fucking hate that shit. Like... 
I have to pay two ninety nine for a Mass Effect three wallpaper. <laughs> like what the fuck? So it, it just doesn't make Avatar. any sense. I paid that much for the game. Yeah, like yeah, I paid, I paid three bucks. I paid three ninety nine for Mass Effect three. It was a flop. I, I flipped it to the female uh, title card, by the way, because that was cool. But anyway, my point is cheaper that way. Either either they either need to make it fully accessible, like a real computer, where you can have the full freedom to do what you want on it, or it needs to be simplified and serve a purpose, which is bring back the Ouya. No. Oh lord. You know what? You know what the most useful thing about the Ouya was? An emulator. That it fits neatly in a trash can. <laughs> that too. It's part of Booya. There you Ooh, go. Yeah. I mean, you're paying you're paying sixty bucks for a controller with it. Yeah, I feel. Which is Aww. the same price for a PS4 or Xbox One controller, so it's fine. Right, but you get a console. Well, you get a little pretty brick that you can put stuff on. So. My my <laughs> Ouya bricked itself recently, so I oh, gotta. God. Why did you buy one. that? Put it in I your bought house. it. I bought it when it came out for like sixty dollars. I was like, yeah, it's not bad or whatever. I was like, I'll, I wanted to play like, which I did. I played fucking Super Nintendo games on it before the mini classics were released. Who was making all that noise? Sorry, I was rolling my rim. <laughs> she was rolling her Ouya in yeah. the trash. <laughs> Perfect. I was rolling Where up the rim. Longs. <laughs> no, but uh, before the SNES Classic and the NES Classic and all that came out, I that's what my Ouya was for. Ouya. Mm, for emulating games. Yep. By the way, the S- that was another really like fucking weird thing to me is like uh, I wanted to get the SNES Classic for my girlfriend because I was like, oh, it comes with a bunch of PS1 games, and that's like I don't have to buy a PS1 and all the games; I just buy it. But then it's like it's just a Raspberry Pi three ripoff thing, Arduino. Well, that's how all of them are. Yeah. Right, but it's like it's literally not. It's not even like actual hardware. It's literally just a shitty little not shitty, but like it's like a baby computer with a bunch of ROMs on it. With a bunch of DRM and firmware, so you can't do anything yourself on it. Sold to you at a ridiculous price, and it doesn't even run that well. It's run at 50 frames because it's the PAL versions of the games. Wait, you're talking about the PlayStation one, right? Yeah, the PS one. Okay. I don't know about the SNES one. I, I have the I NES Classic. Thing. I have the NES Classic, and I plugged it into my computer because its charger or run cable is a USB, and it has like a little thing like a cell phone charger. Where you plug the USB into the charger, then put it into the wall to power it. I plugged my mm-hmm. USB into the computer, which is, on Nintendo's part, a terrible decision. Why make that a USB? But not my point. My point is, since it is a USB, I plugged it into my computer, and I fucked with it. I fucked with my NES Classic, and now I... I um, did you know that thing can run Super Nintendo pregnant. games? I did not. That, I mean, I imagine that they put some I have that's more than necessary, so... They uh, <laughs> chip inside the NES Classic... Its memory is like quite a few hundred megabytes, and they used up like 15 megabytes out of that 300 some. So yeah, I just Super went on Nintendo there, I plugged isn't... it in, and I I have a cool, I have a few hundred games now. I have every game not installed on it because like 300 megabytes <coughs> can only hold so much, but I have every SNES and NES game in existence. And I just plug it into my computer and I swap them out. Is it flash memory? Can you just put it on a flash stick, or is it some? Or do you have to go through USB? You have to go through USB. It's a specific program you have to download too. But I just I changed my menu. I changed my menu music. I swapped my games out, and so I have like every freaking Castlevania from NES to SNES on there. 
Castlevania has been in the dumpster for a while, and <laughs> Hideo Kojima, while he's a great, awesome developer, I don't think Lords of Shadow was he's like, the, just the comeback we needed. So. Keep on derailing. Just keep on driving <laughs> that train. John's the, the worst dumpster. conductor in the world. We'll talk about Castlevania. Speaking after of trains, uh, speaking of trains, we got some gaming news. Resident Evil Zero is coming to the Switch. All right, so <laughs> let's, let's talk about some positive things for digital. How's that sound? You're eh. cheaper. Great. There's better deals. Wow, the, you the have it right away. You don't have to went, leave the eh? house. Wow. <laughs> I could go on. <laughs> wow. You can easily delete it instead of well, I guess smashing with a hammer is much more fulfilling psychologically. You can't throw it out the window, but I mean, <laughs> you can smash the console. No. You can't yeah. like. Oh no! It prevents suicide because you can't take the disc out and cut your throat open if you're stuck on a perfect wow. example of the digital. Uh, something good about digital. <laughs> Saves lives. Oh, um, yeah, but... So, we're all sitting here, and me and Sean are playing uh, the shoe sting with the war- World War II, and everybody's like, what are you guys doing? Because we're, like, having fun and being retarded. And we're like, <laughs> we're playing this game. It's on sale right now. So, Nick, within five minutes, can purchase this game and join us after, like, two days. It's a yeah, little I was gonna bit say, more than five. No, like, 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 the 33 I mean, like, gigabyte he doesn't, you don't have to go to the store. You don't have to be like, okay, I'll be right back. I'll go to the store. And hopefully they'll have a copy and blah, blah, blah. And then you have to pay full price because it's not on sale at EB Games or GameStop or whatever. I mean... And then you come back and you still have to wait for your fucking disc to install anyways. <laughs> yeah, By that plus time, we're patches. like, hey, we're done. We're done with this game. Like, we don't, we're not playing anymore. Now we're playing Resident Evil. And then yeah. I go to the store and they don't have Resident Evil because... Again, Resident? I have not seen one single store that sold Umbrella Corpse. Sean would not. That's have, a good thing. Sean would not have been able <laughs> to have help to do his machinima because I wouldn't have been able to purchase it, and that would uh, have delayed the machinima even more. That is a good digital thing. Yeah, machinima. I think he that digital is good because it helps me with my work. He says. <laughs> it helps. And me I mean, profit. you know, it's it's really nice to not have to swap out discs every time you want to play something new. So, I, mean, I mean, you still have to do that with, like, MGS1. Well, this morning is an example of that, Sean. <laughs> I want to play Tomb Raider, but I don't want to get up and put the disc in. <laughs> well, no, like, it seems like a stupid, petty thing, but, like, you know, I've got a couple games on my hard drive, and it's like I, I bounce back and forth between those, and, like, when I end up going to a game that I need to put the disc in, I'm just kind of like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like sometimes I'll just be like, you know what? Maybe I don't want to play that game, and then I go back to something else. Like it's a stupid, you know, shitty, petty little thing, but like it's nice. It's convenient. It's, it's a and cool on, thing. On that same note, like another thing is I, I watch a lot of DVD before bed or whatever. So I've got a show or a movie paused, and it's like it. Um, the app. Oh, I can't think of the word. Like goes to sleep, kind of. Like it doesn't shut off the DVD app, but it just kind of puts it to sleep. Yeah, it's a suspended state. Yeah, it suspends the app, so it's like, okay, cool, so when I go back, it'll just keep playing. But now, like, I'm sitting here and I'm like, well, I want to play a game, like, I want to take a break from watching something, and I don't want to have to go back and find where the fuck I was, and the playback is garbage, so it's like, okay, I have to put a disc in to play my game, (laughs) so it's gonna lose my spot in my fucking show. There's, like, seven episodes per disc. I don't remember which disc I'm on. I like, think I, don't I like have the, the perfect solution for the physical and digital thing. <laughs> burn it all? Every, burn it all. No, every game 
that's like actually like you know not like indie games because I don't know how viable it is for them to print shit onto discs and boxes. But any game that is able to do that should be a physical copy with the entire game on the disc with no bullshit DRM, and it should come with a code for a digital backup copy on whatever mm-hmm. code system you're getting. In. That's what I said. You fuck. Yeah. <laughs> for the podcast. And then like. If patching was used more sparingly and specifically to polish up games rather than to fix them, like that'd be a really cool tool. You that know? would be nice. Like they could upgrade it a little bit, fix like minor things, glitches and things like that. Like things that don't destroy the game, but like people find down the road that they can just, you know, make a little quick little fix. Like that would be cool. That'd be a good way to use that. But like, like changing the fact a zero that, to a one and on yeah. this deal. <laughs> like the fact that <laughs> The fact that we use that as a crutch, like, we're taking a a really useful tool, and we're fucking hindering ourselves by overutilizing it, but, like, it could have uses, you know, it's a great idea, I just don't like how we're executing it. And then, like, for people who don't have space or dislike clutter, like, digital's a really nice option. Like, not everybody wants to decorate their their place with a bunch of <laughs> physical games and shit like I do. They just want to have access to their you know, their games on their system, and that's nice to have that option. Stupid? Speaking of that, like, I I only really buy the games if, if they're cheaper, if I'm there and it's like, oh, five bucks for this. But, like, I only buy the games if they're Resident Evil or Tomb Raider, because those are the physical ones I actually want to collect. <laughs> and it's like I'll, I'll be like oh yeah I'm, I'm gonna go on the marketplace and buy a game before I'm gonna go to the fucking store and look for one but then I, I just like looked over while you were saying that at like <laughs> my three massive shelves full of DVDs and I refuse to, to download movies <laughs> so I don't understand like that's why I say I'm biased because I'm like it depends on what I want like if I want to watch this movie right now like I'll, I'll find a, somewhere to stream it but I'll fucking go buy it after to watch it over and over without you know having to look up the stream. So I, you should be able to do that with the yeah. game. Like if you want to go movie, out and buy the game, here's the that's thing. Fine. Your movies don't need pats. Yeah, true. Yeah, well, yeah you do. You got to put a scene in here. You don't have to install the shits when you fucking go to play it. For yeah, you have to make sure to delete Will Smith out of every scene <laughs> with the genie. What if they... Holy <laughs> oh, shit. God. What if that was the reality? What if they released like a movie and then like a, a, an hour after they released like, shit, we got to redo the director's cut. And it's like patching a movie. You have to wait an hour for them to realign all <laughs> the Alternate scenes. endings. Real please. Time well, here's the thing. Yeah, five ninety nine to the alternate ending to this fucking two-hour movie. Oh, you just, don't you're even, watching like... Don't even put that out there. Shut up. <laughs> oh, no, shit, shit. You're no. watching like they're Sophie's gonna, Choice and then like you. right before the big fucking like moment where you find out what she chooses, it's like internet connection is lost. <laughs> We're going like, to lobby. Be like, purchase necessary. Well, you Please know, enter your credit card. <laughs> with physical media for movies, they don't need to do it, but with digital, they actually could if they wanted to take Suicide Squad. If they wanted to take Suicide Squad and make a director's cut and make it better, all they gotta do is just swap your licenses out of which version of the movie you own when they make when and they put out a new what? version. guess what? They would never tell you that they did it. Star Wars. <laughs> but it's you like get, Star the, Wars. get a better version of the movie. True. Yeah, just delete the movie altogether. There's no, <laughs> they did their movies. George Lucas. 
it's the fucking Star Wars all over again, where people are like, oh, yeah, I, got, I like going back and watching those originals. It's like, no, but those are not the originals, because <laughs> they put in sock puppets without exactly. even noticing that's, it. That's what I'm saying. It's like, George Lucas patched his movies plenty of times. Yeah, and if that was happening nowadays, yeah, and that like, went you're real sitting well. here with an old one, you're like, well, I kind of want to see what they did. But George Lucas is the original day one patch. Oh, God, he started it all. <laughs> he started it way back on VHS. A long, long time ago. Back when they had to cut that shit up and literally fucking copy paste. Hey, and, and... but no, digital digital is convenient. No one, yeah. I mean, I feel like we can all agree to that. It's just some of us still prefer not to just have, you know. I like the choice. Yeah, we prefer yeah options. And I would like if you want to play it, you play it. You want to buy be it, more buy it. Accepting of it, if either. Wow, I just smacked my microphone. I'd be more accepting of it if like one, they were either more public about what the fuck is going on or yeah. ideally if the digital version you just own the shit you know like fucking well, just give it to me you guys were saying that earlier with the uh like they should have a better disclaimer or something because like you know going back to what nick was saying what i was saying what you guys were saying is that like what everybody back was then, saying when you just, yeah what everybody was saying back you bought a console so you could put your fucking cartridge or whatever in it and then you could play it and you were like I love playing this game because I'm playing this game and it's fun. But now it's like, I, I want to play a game, but I got to read a fucking Bible first. <laughs> make sure I'm actually getting what I want, which I'm not, but I don't want to read it because it's a fucking Bible. So I'm just going to play my game. And then like 10 years later, you're like, didn't I have a game here? Like, what what happened? And they're like, well, did you read the fucking Bible? No? Well, that's your fault, um... not mine. I made the money, so I'm going to... <laughs> On the eighth day, God applied the patch to the world, yeah. and sin was interesting. If you spend all that time reading the user agreement, like it's not even convenient anymore. So well, why I mean, bother? If they give you a physical user agreement, wait, isn't you that just all you wait for your games you now? <laughs> Cody's <laughs> manual, which they don't is have it, anymore in games. Isn't that technically playtime, according to you, Cody? Like, oh, you can read the end user agreement, they get fucking, a little two extra hours out of your game. You no, no, that's that you not playtime at all. No, remember you said like Destiny had a room or something where it's like, well, the room where you get to fuck around with the puzzle is part of the DLC. Well, that's because it came in with the DLC. Well, the end user agreement comes in with the game, so you get free stuff. It's on the yeah, walls, you gotta walk around. two separate things. It's like, you find tablets. It's like in Alan Wake, you gotta find the manuscript of the user agreement to finish the game. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's a secret mission. You can't beat the game without the user agreement, so you have to go find it, press A Once on you read wall. it, it's like, oh, by the way, that's it. Here's the thing. That's now, the here's, here's, there's a difference, and here's how that could be implemented. <laughs> If you had to read the user agreement, that's not in your game. Therefore, it doesn't come with the game. So, therefore, it's not game time and part of the game. The now, user if Destiny's DLC. Yeah. <laughs> you have to pay yeah. money to accept. Destiny came out with a patch, and they were like, hey, here's a bonus mission. Go find the user agreement, and you could pick it up and read it in-game as an item. Then, yes, it would be part of the game and count as playtime. You know, this sounds like some bullshit that Destiny would do. <laughs> <laughs> The Taken user agreement. Oh, no. The Taken user agreement. <laughs> you mean the Taken game. There you go. You Destiny should go find 3. the user agreement because it has... It has engrams in it. It has fallen. It has yeah. engrams, and when you read it, it says you do not own this <laughs> engram. <laughs> you, every time you equip it, it just unequips. 
It's like you get like your regular engrams, your legendary engrams, your rare engrams, and your fucking useless Bible engrams. It's like they're like, man, the Bible engrams are the most rare in the game, and they're the most useful. But they can be taken away from me at any time during any update, and I won't have this engram anymore. That that starts to fall towards the loot boxes, which Sean, (laughs) I'm sure Sean wants to save a whole other day for that. Oh yeah, (laughs) Yeah, join us next time on the loot box fucking podcast. Oh, speaking of, how much did you love that picture of all the loot boxes at Walmart? Wait, oh god, that was beautiful. What? It's a fucking thirty dollars yeah, boxes, boxes that you can buy at Walmart. There's like Super Nintendo. They like look like Nintendos. There's like oh, I see Mario. And you get oh, you get like you get like socks. Uh, great, great. <laughs> thank like you, Mom. A little art book, mystery item, <laughs> and oh, mystery I don't know, like item. a pencil or something. And you're paying thirty dollars for a pencil, socks, and something you have no fucking clue what it is. <laughs> could be a Lamborghini, could be Ash. It's like jokes on you. No, life. that said sock. The mystery no, item is the other sock. No joke. After oh, this, man. just to like break down every complex aspect ever. I'm going to try and make a video on this. Yeah, I'm I'm going to be doing a video as well. There's a lot of stuff that we didn't We're talk about. We're all going to be doing videos. We totally you, fucking derailed. You better be getting in the detail, because if you don't, oh, I'm going to shit all over you. Oh, I'm going to. We're going to feed the dirt. The dirt has been fed. <laughs> I feel bad for Sean. <laughs> he has no idea. We have to show you this video, because I think it's been long enough that you're like, what the fuck? Sean's not even a member of his own cult on his own server. Wow. <laughs> He's too busy with real life. Are we wrapping this up now, then? Just like about. The there was one more thing I wanted to just kind of let, like, not let people know, right. but, like, get Go out with there. It. So, um, once everything goes completely digital, the publishers are going to have more control over the price point, which is another problem. So, physical games tend to go on sale to thin out inventory to make room for new stock on store shelves. But when that need goes away... Publishers will have less need to drop prices on games, which could cause price drops to happen far less frequent. Um, I got a fix. I'm, I'm we just not don't buy their games and force them to do price drops. <laughs> but like, look at the price of digital games now. So I did a little bit of research. So Attack on Titan on PS3 on disc is thirty dollars. On digital, it's fifty. Madden 17 on PS3 on disc is three bucks. Guess how much it is on digital? 50. Close. $40. Bioshock See, I just got Bioshock Go Infinite ahead. complete on PS3 on disc. 15 bucks. Digital 65. <laughs> That's a fucking problem. So, and that then, is a problem. None of these games are playable on PS4 by the way. These are strictly on PS3. They're not cross-buy or cross-compatible or anything. And there's better versions of these games on newer platforms and these are still the prices that you're looking at. And, and that's with, with disc versions floating around. So what does that look like when that's not the case? When digital is the platform and they have full control over what that looks like and there's no retailers to speak of that are carrying physical discs anymore. Like, this might be that's, the opportunity. That's a big what if, though. It, it is, but look at the fucking prices. $65? That's more than you would pay for it. Well, yeah, new. I'm not arguing about the prices. I'm just saying <laughs> I doubt physical copies are going to be eliminated in our lifetime. Uh, it depends on how how this next generation goes, but like Manual just looking, already disappeared. Yeah, Star Trek and half yeah. the fucking material in the cases. <laughs> but um, manual. No, just User. like the physical 
plastic that they use. Like now there's like holes in it and shit. They're using less <gasps> material. It's weird. I want my plastic. Hey, give me my plastic. No, I really do. It looks pretty. What else am it I gonna put make on my look, shelf? Books. It makes it I look don't know cheaper. How to read. <laughs> but but even that, like, no more manuals, less plastic. But do we see the prices go down? Nope. You know, I mean, so, and then go they've down been complaining about oh the the long. cost of fucking developing games is so much more than it was blah blah blah. Well, like yeah, that once... that has nothing to do with it. That's been debunked so many times. Yeah, but it's still so if if they're saying shit like that, I mean it is true. Like they're making more money to compensate for games being more expensive to develop, so it's a non-issue. But again, when this is the market and they have full control over it they could raise the cost of what games look like. We could be looking at 80 bucks for a new game or whatever. They haven't raised the cost of games in a long time, and this would be prime real estate for them to do some shit like that. And you wouldn't fucking have an option, because what are you going to do? Just not buy it? Because that's your only option. <laughs> right. So, Sean, I have a perfect solution to this bad. digital regulation. What's that? I will sell you my digital copy of Call of Duty World War Two for five dollars. Take that, sledgehammer! <laughs> <laughs> that violates you know the terms of service. They're gonna pull the game from you. See how fucking economy works. We start selling each other our own fucking games, and then they'll be like, "Shit, we ain't making sales." Or you know, piracy would just go up on everything. You know, pirates. Piracy is great. See, I just, I, I just found this picture I was trying to think of, like, while we're talking, Sean. It's just, like, I feel like if you're... You know how you pre-purchase a big upcoming title? It shouldn't be the same price for the phys- for the digital copy if you don't get to keep it, that it is physical. Yeah. And this picture was well, that, like, somebody asked me if I was getting RE7, and I looked on fucking Steam, and it was 80 bucks for just the game. Well, no even disc. Even if you got to keep it, even if you owned that game, it should still be cheaper, because... Again, yeah. they're because not it's spending. Not making a disc, yes. Yeah, they're not dealing with distribution. But they're like, eliminating the middleman. They don't have to worry about cases. In which case, they should make it cheaper, or they should just charge you everything that you would get in a disc without the actual disc for the price of the disc. So, like this picture, it shows like the fucking deluxe edition of Art Resident Evil Seven includes everything, and it was like hundred and twenty dollars. Still not getting a disc, and it's on Steam, mm-hmm. so I have no guarantee that my computer will run the goddamn thing. <laughs> So it's like, oh yeah, you just bought this really $120 game on Steam, but now you have to fucking buy an $800 computer because fuck you. Here's yep. the solution to fix everything before it's kill everyone. It's all digital. Destroy the world. Stop buying Stop digital. Stop buying shit. Say the word ass. <laughs> <laughs> but no, blow, seriously. Blow in the direction of the typhoon. That's the moral it. of the story. It fixes everything. Anthem has gone on sale multiple times. Fallout 76 has gone on sale for half off within a week. Stop buying shit. You can get cheap stuff, and it doesn't have to be digital. Quit buying shit day one. Stop pre-ordering. Too. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, you know like, it, Here, here's the thing, especially used Anthem as an example. Anthem is a games as service. So if nobody buys that shit within the first week or so of release... They're going to immediately stop supporting that game. So when you buy it, guess what? Have fun playing nothing because they're not going to fucking pay for the servers for a game yeah, that nobody's playing. Yeah, but the playing. next game that comes out, they'll go, we should fix our problem. Yeah, true. You have to you have to let some games flop but, in order for companies to be like... nobody thinks long-term like that. 
Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. That's the <laughs> solution. Don't... Quit buying shit. Educate yourself first, then decide what you want to buy. <laughs> and if you... Oh, people. I just picture, like, fucking Capcom sitting at a table in EB Games with, like, all these copies of RE2 Remake and, like, crickets, and they're like, why is no one here? <laughs> Steve, you got We did control. what you guys wanted for 20 we... fucking years. Yeah, we're yeah, all like, we oh, did, don't we... get it on day one, it's garbage. Wait for the fact that it's garbage, it's just that they'll go, oh, well, we can do this. Because if the Capcom's at that table with their many unsold copies... They're gonna go. How are we gonna draw people in? Let's oh bring my the god! The prices down. Yeah, Umbrella go, Core too. And somebody's gonna come out with a T-shirt that says, "We don't do it. We don't do it. We can't if do it." Come, if you come buy a copy of <coughs> RE2 Remake today, we'll include a free copy of of fucking Alien Marine whatever. Oh no! <laughs> no, I don't want that. We didn't make this game, but we'll we'll do it because the creators it. didn't want. You we get a free loot box. No, you get a free loot box, and that might include socks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and a mystery you a object. Hat. You get a hat for Leon, but you might not I'm be sorry. able to actually wear it. Has anyone here actually done loot crates? I loot have. crates. Isn't it okay? That started before loot boxes in games, right? That was like um, way before. I'd have that. to do research. I can't confirm. I, I can't confirm nor deny. Because, <laughs> but like. Wasn't Loot Crate, like, the dumbest shit to do back in the day, too? Because, like, all you got were, like, either plastic toys and useless shit for 20 fucking bucks. You just said you like plastic. I like plastic that fits <laughs> on my shelf and encases my games, not no, garbage toys. Uh, that I here's the thing with it. Loot Crate, and because I was a Loot Crate subscriber for quite a few months. Loot Crate gives you good shit, and they tell you what the theme is. It's not always random. They don't just go, oh, here's a black box. They they tell you every month. They go, this month is zombie theme. And I go, cool. Then I loot crate that month. And if next and month they go, yeah. they go, next month is Mass Effect theme. I'm not a Mass Effect fan. And I go, well, I'm going to cancel my loot crate. And I'm going to see what the next month is after that. And they send you. And for the price that you pay for, I feel actually some pretty good stuff like they send you shirts every month <coughs> fucking pop figures and i love collecting those and oh my god there's there's so much good shit in loot crate i kid pop you figures not are great <laughs> i like shirts okay and we're gonna wrap things up we fucking derailed for a quarter <laughs> we're talking about clothes now yeah <laughs> But uh, yeah, like I mentioned before, uh, we'll go into updates. I'm still trying to get over the flu garbage, so I didn't really make a whole lot of progress on anything. Garbage. I did, however, start diving back into Duel Episode 13, so I wrote in a few changes and extended a few scenes on that, and uh, hopefully this week I'll, I can start focusing on the final bit of casting and follow up with the actors that have their lines. So progress is happening, and hopefully I won't be sick next week. Uh, what about you, Jazz? What are you working on? Uh, pretty much the same thing as always, because I haven't really worked on it. Just episode three, Revelation, Irrelevate, irre that. See, progress is happening. You can't say. Yeah, I'm. Good. I yeah, and uh, I I'm still working on that mystery project. I've been working on it a lot more. It's almost done editing, Aww. which is great. But again, you need to get your voice back and not be sick. Hopefully next week. Because you can voice uh, the main character girl person. Why? <laughs> 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 
and yeah, I've been playing a lot more games, so I'm going to be doing that. And now I have to read books, so yeah. You got you got to read the terms of agree of of, of the, yeah user the, terms and user terms. No, oh, wow. I found a book today, and I want to read it. So my projects are going to go on on hold. Oh wow, you're the worst. How about you, Nick? What do you have going on? I got lots of stuff planned. I got two Let's Plays, um, one of which is going to be Resident Evil 2. Beautiful. Not the new one, the old one, you and then a new a one. Bitch. Oh, that's better. Um, Do them both. I, I will. Um, I'm, I, I have some tutorial videos I want to make for uh, the HTTP VR 2 because my time with it has taught me that it's really fun to learn about, but there's some stuff you kind of have to sit there and figure out, and it's annoying. And I feel like if I made a comprehensive video on what everything you need to stream any console and show actually you doing so with, like, different peripherals and options, I feel like that would be nice oh, for people. Nice. Um, might be reviewing a keyboard here soon because tech stuff's nice and all that. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of it. But slowly trying to get back into streaming and whatnot and making videos, so... Awesome. Sounds cool. Cody, what do you what do you have coming up? Uh might quit doing let's plays. Wow. The opposite. On, <laughs> yeah, might uh cuz I've posted them for about 3 months straight so far and my other, you know, more effort videos get more views. So I might just, you know, start putting more effort into those like you've seen parts of that or a part of that rage review and I posted a dumb Minecraft video that the was other amazing. Day. I made two the of those, and the second fed. one isn't uploaded yet, but I have it. Oh, the second one's way better, but I'm doing a little bit more Machinima stuff and switching from Let's Plays to Reviews, and I gotta get out of here because my stomach is about to explode, and I'll be back, so wrap up without me. Bye! Bye-bye. <laughs> but you're the rapper. Oh, yeah. wow. Uh... That's the worst. Well, he... he wow. <laughs> Alright, guys. <laughs> that does it for this very special episode of the Wardcast. Until we, you know, derailed. Hopefully, we helped you to better understand what it means to go digital or to not go digital and what the future of gaming potentially could be if we continue to fund digital. Whether that is for the better or worse is up to you. So make your purchases wisely. Also, basically, go ahead. No, you. I was going to say, basically, we just like showed them point blank that you're going to get angry regardless of what you choose. What? I don't give a shit. Nobody wins. Nobody wins. So everybody hey, wins. Don't hey, buy anything. If you like just... digital, I mean, go for it. You do you. If if you understand the ins and outs and you want to go that way, go for it. Yeah. Who, who am I to stop you? Nobody but if wins, you support so the streaming thing, fuck you. You're yeah, ruining games. Totally fuck you. That's not going to last. Though. You should Whatever. go physical. I've made my reasons very public. If you guys agree, I say support that. If you don't, well, get fucked. But uh, you have, <laughs> but you have. To, you can't uh, be wrong. But if you get the fuck out of here, that is totally up to you. No judgment. <laughs> no judgment. Get the dirt will be fed regardless. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. But uh, also, we'd love to hear your thoughts on this subject. So let us know in the comments. Until next time, let me hit my microphone for the second fucking time as I die of sickness, and uh, get fucked. Bye. Wow. <laughs> bye bye. Bye.